This week on TV Queen and Jay, wilder men love cheating but hate extortion. Are public apologies abusive? And if your black solidarity is limited to black men, then it ain't solidarity. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Are you ready for the show? Yes, let's do the show. Yo. Do it. Happy whatever fucking today today is. Happy today. <laughs> Happy today, Happy y'all. Happy today, y'all. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. Ew. All right. I like All how right. that's becoming a yes. thing. Yes. 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 <laughs> Wait, I want to adjust my mic. All right. Yes. Did you want to do that again? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, what are your pronouns for today? My pronouns today and always are she, her, and not a lady. Please don't refer to me as a lady. Love and appreciate you. My pronouns are she, her, and Janet Demita Joe Jackson. Hello. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. All right. I used to want of my last name to be Jackson so I could say that to motherfuckers. You're weird. Look, you need sex phrases. That was a good one. Okay. You don't have sex phrases? Um, what do you mean sex phrases? Like Like this these sex lines that you just used and they be open. Um Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If my last name was Jackson, that would be one of mine. Okay. Just All right, that's cool. I'm actually gonna work on mine. I think I could step my game up. I think I could step my game up. I was talking with this person the other day and i was like no you gotta be like you gotta be nastier he's like i'm trying but i'm trying not to be misogynistic (laughs) (laughs) so i appreciated that he was making an effort and then we talked it out afterwards and i was like there are ways to like be a nasty fuck without like calling me a dirty bitch even though there's space for that yeah that's all i have to say like he's y'all he's are, learning y'all are thinking too much he's, but he's he's like learning okay. you know what i'm saying he's he's new he's new to all of this all right. so you know he, you can respect me with nut on my face that's different though there's still you can call me a your dirty slut bitch with nut on my face oh absolutely and still not be misogynistic absolutely but it's still like he's still learning how to like navigate all those things because there are things that he says in regular everyday language and i'm like whoa what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? So I think navigating it in now a sexual space, learning like what's okay, what's not okay, what am I comfortable with, what's he comfortable with, it's like a thing, you know? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> into the show. Um, If you would like to follow the conversation of this yes. podcast, use our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. Um, use it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitters. We stalk it. Use it on Tumblr, too. I was mm-hmm. going through some of that. Oh, um, really? They don't really use it there, but okay. it's, you can you can use it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do that. Hashtag Team with QJ. I like that shit. I fuck with that shit. Also, if you would like to support the growth of this podcast, you can please leave us a donation. You can go to our website, Team with Queen and Jay at no, teamwithqueenandjay.com mm-hmm. and hit the donation tab. And there are two ways to donate. Um, you can hit our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We love and appreciate that shit. We'll take it one time, many times, however many times you want to donate, small or large. Um, and if you want to go straight to the PayPal website, you can go to, what is the PayPal? 
It's t- what is it? PayPal.me slash T with QJ. Thank you. You could do that. Um, the other option is to hit our Patreon. Um, and we ask that donors give us, subscribers give us $2 a month. That's $24 a year. If everyone who listens gives us $2 a month, we'll be fucking set and we'll be able to pay for all the shit we need to pay for surrounding the show. Yep, and expand. And yeah. Like, hire someone to edit this shit. Oh. Right. Hire someone to do our social media. Hire anyone to do anything. Yes, because we're into paying people. We like to pay people. So, but we can't. So that's why I was just us. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. So that would be great. Somebody to respond and generate fucking emails, you know. But anyway, um, yes. So what's our Patreon, please? Um, T with Queen of J dot. No, that's our website. Yeah. Patreon.com slash T with QJ. Mm-hmm. And if we had a person, we would know these things. We'd know them by heart. We we'd don't. actually have somebody just record this shit and just play that little clip and then <laughs> we'd fucking move on, you know? But we got to say it ourselves because we can't afford the manpower. We can't. We can't. But anyway, yes. So those are two ways to donate. And again, you can go straight to those websites or you can go straight to our website, T with Queen and J dot com and hit the donation tab and donate any which way that you like you can also when you subscribe to our patreon you can give as little as a dollar some people are subscribed and do five dollars a month ten dollars a month whatever you want we're down for it we'll take that shit we fuck with it so yes i'm down thank you for that um speaking of donations yes i have some donation libations give us the donation libations so libations you want to tell us what libations are um, so libations are when we show love, um, pour some for the homies, pour some for the ancestors, pour some for the people, places and things that we love. Anything that gives us black joy, we pour libations for. So donation libations are us libating people who give us money. Ow. Um, donation libations, donation libation to Shiloh, who hit us on the Patreon. Thank you so much for subscribing to that. We appreciate you. Also, we got a donation from John Michael. Thank you so much for that shit. He hit the, he or she or they hit the PayPal. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that. We appreciate you. Um, do you have any other libations? This week? I have a few libations. Ooh, I like that. That's good positive have vibes and energy. So the reason why I'm Jenna Jackson today mm-hmm. is because Jenna Jackson has a um I guess I don't know I don't know okay. how they what they say, mm-hmm. what the verbiage is, but I'll say a full figure dancer. Okay. A fat girl dancer. Okay. Yeah, she has a fat girl dancer yeah. on the stage with her. Mm-hmm. So libations to Jenna Jackson for that, for representation, because it's mad fat girls who can dance. Mm-hmm. We had Heavy D for year with his Heavy D for years with his yep. fat ass dancing. Heavy D, Missy. Yeah, like um yeah. So mm-hmm. shout out to fat girls that can dance. Yeah, and I like that she's not in a fat girl squad of dancers yeah, like usually yeah. people when they bring out fat girl dancers it's like okay this is a special squad we're doing a special yeah, thing yeah they're the fat girl dancers over right there. right right instead of like oh this is a dancer yeah she came to the audition she did great and she's here right like right, it's right. nothing special happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's I like she's that. dancing so that's fucking that's dope awesome. and then, then my second libation is for um I noticed this hashtag on twitter called drawing why black yes and I really, really enjoyed it. Like, mm-hmm. I went through the hashtag and was looking at all the illustra- illustrations. It's for black illustrators. And the woman who started the hashtag, um, her name is Annabelle H. Um, her Twitter name is Sparkly Fawn, Fawn, F-A-W-N. Um, and she started the hashtag to celebrate um, black illustrators, black artists, painters, graphic designers, mm-hmm. um, to be to get 
more visible, to probably find work because they're being more visible, to show that we are out there because I don't for some of these people think we don't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I loved most about the hashtag was that it wasn't getting special black. It was right. just like, look, what I, you know, it wasn't any of that shit happening. When you, say, throughout when you the, say special black for our new listeners, what does that mean? Special blacks are people, we, we aren't fan of special blacks on this show. Mm-hmm. They're the black people who do things that aren't, tied to what the media says black people do so like mm-hmm. hip-hop and um i don't know urban culture mm-hmm. whatever the fuck so because they do these other things mm-hmm. um they feel they're special or they're a different kind of black right. or that um people don't get me because i do these things that black people usually people, don't do yes, yeah. but um we be drawing <laughs> yeah we do, we do all kinds of shit we do, we shit. do all kinds of shit like, you're not the, the only one that does not. all kinds of shit yeah so i wasn't seeing as i was going through the hashtag mm-hmm. i wasn't seeing any of that either right right which like I, people weren't injecting their own like oh it's nice to connect with other people because i'm always the only black person yeah doing this. i right, didn't right, see right. any of that in the hashtag i don't know i'm not saying it didn't exist mm-hmm. but queen did not see any of that right. shit and I really appreciate it and then I got some nice visuals I like to use um, art and things I post for our t- Instagram mm-hmm. and my Instagram for my magazine so it was just nice to like have like a fucking have like a Rolodex of fucking black art right. and then I could credit the person because yes. I know who it actually yeah. belongs to mm-hmm. this is really cool so I really enjoyed that that's Hashtag. fucking dope yeah. yo good shit good so shit. libations to Annabelle H for creating that hashtag I like that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Are you ready to get into the show? Let's do it. Let's get into the show. So, what kind of tea are you drinking? Why do we say it like that? Like we don't see each other's tea. Like so. <laughs> <laughs> what are you having? <laughs> um, I'm back on the chai. Back on my bullshit. So okay. I'm having a chai with honey. Oh. From that special cafe we like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just drinking water. Okay. That's good it for keeps you. the haters away. Does it though? It does. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, need to, I need to drink more water. Gotta stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Well, you're like mad hydrated. And haters come, you're just like, girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm hydrated. Don't come to me if you're not exfoliated. Uh-huh. Be hydrated. Drink some water, exfoliate. Mm-hmm. Then come from people. Chapstick yourself. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Just saying. I don't know what this has to do with anything. I just feel like saying that. That's good. It's important. Okay. It's yes. very important. So, we all, well, um, I'm hoping you all know. Mm-hmm. ESPN sports commentator, Jim, what's her name, Jamil? Or I, Jamel. I say Jamel. I don't know if it's Jamel, and I don't. I don't watch the show to know. I don't watch it either. How to say it? I just know she has really good cheekbones. So yeah. So Jamel Hill mm-hmm. made um, on her own time. She mm-hmm. used to Twitter, and she tweeted some things. I'm gonna read the string of tweets that she tweeted that has everyone like, not everyone, mm-hmm. but has white people angry and right. It's Jamel Hill from Sports Center. Um. Yes. So Donald Trump is a bigot. Glad. Glad you could live with voting for him. I couldn't. Oh, I skipped all the stuff. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to read it? I have a screenshot. Okay. What? You have you have more that you wanted to read? Yeah, it was like a thread. No, nah, but you could read oh, the three. Okay. Okay. Jamel Hill tweets, Donald Trump is a white supremacist who has largely surrounded himself with other white supremacists. The height of white privilege is being able to ignore his white supremacy because it's, it's of no threat to you. Well, it's a threat to me. 
Trump is the most ignorant, offensive president of my lifetime. His rise is a direct result of white supremacy, period. Cool. I agree with you, girl. We all agree with you. We agree with you, girl. So that happened. Um, people are calling for her to be fired. The White House asked for her to be fired or whatever. Mm-hmm. They said it's a fireable offense. Um, yeah, but remember when that president was saying that Obama wasn't born here? Mm-hmm. Was anyone saying that? He said all kind of stuff about him. Mm-hmm. And it's on Twitter. Yep. Like we have it. Like we have the receipts, have the receipts for yeah. this shit. So that happened. Um, and ESPN actually, they're saying that this didn't happen, but I don't believe them. Mm-hmm. ESPN had ESPN asked her co-host, what's her co-host name? Michael Smith. Yes, they mm-hmm. asked her co-host to, they asked her not to be on the show, mm-hmm. and her co-host was like, "Well, then I ain't coming to work if she ain't coming to work." Right. Right. That happens. So then they asked two other black anchors, um, Michael Eaves and L. Duncan, to replace both of them. And they were like, nah, we ain't coming to work either. We're not doing that shit neither. Mm-hmm. So um, on Wednesday, they still went um, They still went on the show, did right. their thing, whatever. She didn't talk about any of that because she's unbothered, unbothered by it. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing was wrong with what right. she said. Um, and that's just that. Yeah. But for us, the reason why we're talking about this and why I found this so important was that this is how you navigate being in the business mm-hmm. and not fall into white supremacy. Right, right, right. Because he could have, he could have just been like, okay, and let her I have guess another. I'll hug. go ahead and do it. Right. Guess, you and know. Sports Center is like the anchor of ESPN of that network. Yeah, like that show comes on a million times a, a day. A million times <laughs> a day. Right, 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 right. Um, so it's a big fucking deal. Yes. And I think that it also, it reminds me of, um, it reminds me of that football team that was like, oh, we're not playing. What what was the, do you remember what the issue was? What? When the football team, they said they weren't going to play until some shit happened. I don't it was follow some, football. It was some, no, this was a, it was a collegiate football team. I don't team. follow it was a football. football team, right. Anyway, my point is. You have these institutions and these groups of people who feel like typically they can't or don't have a voice or need to bend to whoever their white boss is yeah. or to whatever the corporation is or to whatever the institution is um, or, and feel like the institution is bigger than them. Yep. Um, but Sports Center needs these people. You know what I'm saying? You can't function without yeah, these people. Yeah. Even the second string when they went to those other people yes. like, hey, will you do it instead? And then, Just say no. And then they, they're not stupid because the only other options are white people. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden on Wednesday, if you see these two white hosts, we gonna, we, we're going to know what the fuck is happening. Right. So it was like, all right, we have to mm-hmm. use the original host. Mm-hmm. And this is like I said a few seconds ago is how you navigate these entertainment spaces or I feel that more people should navigate these entertainment spaces right. and battle white supremacy because those they, their black faces are still on that show regardless of the comments that she said and it's it's it just was dope to like see that solidarity she tweeted later um, a picture of her and other um, black black men journalists and she's like thanks for having my back that's not the exact words right. of the tweet but it was that's the just of the tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool to see that solidarity, especially in sports. Sports journalism is a very white male. Actually, all journalism is a very white male institution, but especially like sports. Mm-hmm. And people say all the time that they want to separate sports from politics and blah, blah, blah. You and can't. it's like 
I don't understand that notion of separating politics from because anything. Because white people can separate politics from everything because they're they just not get oppressed. to live. They're, they're not, not oppressed. oppressed. They just get to live and push their politic on everybody. White politic is the main politic. Yeah. And they get to push that shit on everybody. And so let's not talk about it, even though my very existence here in this space is a political act. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, you knew not to put... Because if, if, if you could separate politics from sports and just do whatever you want, mm-hmm. then you would have just replaced these black people and put white people there. Yeah. You would have did that because right. politics don't matter and mm-hmm. politics not in sports mm-hmm. and all of that shit. But you couldn't do that because you knew what the fuck that would look like yep. for you and you did not do that. Like politics are in everything. Mm-hmm. It's in your chai tea. <laughs> it is in my chai tea. <laughs> you know? True. So I just really wanted to highlight that. Another moment where we, I can't, her name is not at the top of my mind now, but we spoke about her on a, a few episodes ago when we talked about Monroe Bergdorf. Um, oh, the is was that a, is that a TV one person? Yes, radio person. Yep, and she was like, "Nah, um, mm-hmm. I don't need another, to be another, another spokesperson base, for yeah, Gloria." And mm-hmm. she was like, "If yeah, if if I don't need your money either. Right. If she if, if you can't, is not if, good if, enough, right, I'm, not I'm not good, good enough, enough either." either. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another another moment in solidarity where there's black people in these white supremacist spaces, and mm-hmm. they're just telling them like, "Nah, like you don't have to." And it's not to say that. Um, every time someone doesn't stand in these ways that they're shucking and jiving, but you are attributing to that system. Anywhere that you can fuck up that system and do shit like that, do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, use your your privilege because if if someone is coming to you and offering you something that somebody else had, that's a privilege, right? So you use your privilege and your position. You leverage that shit for the common good, the common black-ass good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then we're at a space now where... Everything is on the internet. Everything is tweetable. Um, it makes these these white spaces, these corporations, these whatever, have to be held more accountable for their shit. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to just stay between what happened in this office or what happened in this space or what happened in this um, conference room. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's com- The playing field has changed. You have a lot more... Your solidarity is a lot more visible because now you have like thousands and thousands of people who actually stand by you and you can see it. So you don't feel as alone doing these things or standing up in these ways as people have in the past, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Sorry, the football team that I was um, referencing earlier, that was um, University of Missouri's football team and they were boycotting to... The students were holding a Racism Lives Here rally, kind of talking about the administration and stuff like that. And the mm-hmm. football team joined in that protest. Um, and a lot of things have changed since their protest. But anyway, that's what I was referring to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. I thought you were going to look for the woman's name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would have made more sense because we were just talking about that. It was um, BBC One. I'm sorry. BBC Radio One presenter Clara Amfo. Clara Umfo. Yeah. Okay. That um, opted out of L'Oreal. Yeah. Solidarity with yeah. Solidarity. Mm-hmm. So be more like that. Um, you'll get a lot more of what you want if we're being more like that. Right. You and if we saying? work together. And so you're not like out there alone. They're not alone. You're not alone. And then they see you're not alone. Mm-hmm. There's a re- there's, there's a power in numbers that the oppressor makes sure you don't, you aren't aware of. Mm-hmm. So that's why the media presents things the way they present them to you to make you feel that you're like the only one mm-hmm. to make you feel like you're a special black and all of this all of this shit is because if you don't feel that you have an army you're not gonna 
bring war. Right. You know? And um yeah, like it's a lot of us. It's more of us than them, mm-hmm. honestly, you know. So mm-hmm. I like that. Take that, take that. <laughs> 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 so um the other thing I was thinking to talk about mm-hmm. um was so Kevin Hart cheated on his wife. I think that came out a while ago. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, Jay and I don't care. We don't care. <laughs> we don't keep At on top all. of this shit. We don't care until it gets fucking racial, until it gets patriarchal, until it gets fucking like abusive. Abusive. Then it becomes oppressive. oppressive. That's when it, that's when then we it talk becomes about it. interesting. But yeah, he so um she, she, his new wife, they just got married like within the last what year and a half? No idea. Okay. Yeah, they just got married, I think, within like the last year and a half. Okay, so they're years. married. He cheated. Last night, the night before we were recording this, mm-hmm. he released something on Instagram of him saying sorry and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. My first question when I was watching it was, Kevin Hart, like, why are you apologizing to us? Right. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, your whole existence is about giving us jokes. Yeah. Like, you're a, like, no one was like, shit, Kevin Hart mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't be faithful like who was like who was depending on well some your honesty some people feel like because he has these family movies coming out and he does fucking family movies and shit like that that people care about fucking respecting the family and blah 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 um who people what people the industry the white people um, the white his people. His publicist said that. So maybe, maybe the white people and a certain contingent of Christian black folks. Who are cheating also. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yes. Anyway, Those so th- that's for me when I, I didn't watch the whole video, but it was just like, who, why is he talking to us? <laughs> like, you know, whatever. But it, what it made me, and this is why we're talking about it here, because we only care about it when it gets oppressive, right. is that I don't, I wouldn't call it a trend, but I've seen, this is probably my third time that I've seen a celebrity um, and I'm mostly talking to black men because that's generally who I follow on social media mm-hmm. are black people right. um, where they out their discretions or they out their wrongdoings at the expense of their partner. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you like you cheated alone? And well, like, why do you have to apologize to an audience why and are you like, including all of us yeah why right. are you including all of us and why are you including her like you've already cheated on this person mm-hmm. and they're already embarrassed on that level right. of like trusting you and like you know all the, mm-hmm. like why make it this bigger thing mm-hmm. now where people can come at her mm-hmm. with stuff because I know they're coming at her saying well he cheated with you so what you th-, you know like all of that stuff because he wait, cheated on wait, his first wait. wife to be with her Okay, to be with his current wife. Yes. Okay. So it's like now really? he. Op- I thought that they had. I thought no, that him he and cheated his first on his wife. Had been broken up. And cheated on his first wife. And with maybe her. it was somebody else. He cheated on his first wife. With huh. her okay. And married her. Um, which I have no opinion on. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Like they grown. Right. But it's like men trying to absolve themselves publicly, but all it does is make women not women people drag the women or. Mm-hmm. She didn't do anything mm-hmm. in this instance. Nothing. She didn't do anything but be right. married to him. Right. You know, so that like I seen that with him. I seen that Chris Brown used to do that a lot with Karuchi, mm-hmm. where he would like post stuff about how much he loves her and he wants her back. Mm-hmm. And now people are harassing her on social media, telling her to go back with Chris Brown and like right. all of this shit. And it's like it's 
who else did it? Jason Derulo did it mm-hmm. to somebody. I don't know who, because I don't pay him any attention because mm-hmm. he shouldn't be paid attention to. Right. But men trying to absolve their fucked shit mm-hmm. and then they drag women into it. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's like it's like abuse. Like It's like you're trying to pressure these women not in Kevin Hart's case, mostly in like Chris Brown's case, where he mm-hmm. would try to like say how much he loves Coochie right. and blah 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 blah, and people are like, "Oh, he just made a mistake, girl, go back." To-. Like now it's like thousands upon thousands of people telling you like you should do something you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Like I left this person because they're abusive. Right. That is like an audience of people who don't know anything about a relationship pressuring me and making me feel that I should give him another chance. You know, like mm-hmm. that stuff. It's I don't know. For me, it just seems really abusive to yeah. Do I think that. I think that um, when you talk about Chris Brown and other people, like in instances where many of us knew nothing about the original, the original like infraction, like none of us knew that you were like cheating on her or doing whatever. Like, why are you publicly making this fucking statement? And then you know, people are harassing Karuchi or whoever, whatever. Yeah. Um, I get that. I guess I'm a little bit conflicted when it comes to Kevin Hart's situation where um, where he was exposed for cheating and there were rumblings of that. Mm-hmm. And so his spouse was already possibly embarrassed by that coming out. Yeah. So I wonder then if something like that happens publicly and everybody knows that you cheated or probably cheated, is it then, is there some, does it make sense then to apologize publicly if it's if it's a public thing that has happened you know i don't know for me it did you see the video i did it seemed like he was apologizing to me it did not right. sound like he was apologizing to her it hadn't it didn't it wasn't for her right, at, right you know right. so it's, yeah. it's different that that yeah. apology wasn't for her mm-hmm. so i see if if you in some if your apologies for me i don't need you doing that shit on instagram but that's me mm-hmm. you know everyone's different mm-hmm. um but it was exp- Exposed. It's not like it was like it's different right. to me. Right. I don't know. Like it happened and exposed. I'm embarrassed. Why do I want to relive that again? Mm-hmm. Because you want to go on Instagram and apologize to whatever because maybe a publicist told you to do that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me think about when that came out when he was exposed. They did. There was a video. I think that day of them dancing. She was preg- she's pregnant. I don't mm-hmm. know if she still is, but she was pregnant in the video. And they're dancing or whatever. And I guess it's to show that they're okay. Mm-hmm. But it just made me think of all of the performative things that women do so that we can stand by men mm-hmm. and it not look like this messy mm-hmm. thing that's right. happening. Then right. he gets to go on Instagram and apologize. And people are now dr- not really dragging her, but now they're talking about her. Well, well, girl, you yeah. get him how you lose him. Right. You know, like, and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like... <laughs> Those little sayings are always <laughs> funny to me. You get him uh-huh. how you lose him, girl. Right, and right, it's like, right. she's like literally like minding her business. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's all because she's uh, her proximity to this man. Yeah, I think that there is a way to like manage your PR shit and manage your relationships relationship shit without combining the two. Yeah. Like that private apology that I'm sure he did or whatever they had. I think that I think he could have said to us, I have already apologized. Because really what, what it was is he's trying not to be extorted. Yeah. He didn't want this other person that's to make the, money off of this video. That's the other thing that makes right. me angry. Before, right. So before we get, get there, angry. Before, <laughs> <laughs> before we get there, all he had to say was, I have already apologized to my wife and the people that matter in my lives about this. And 
squash that and then say someone is trying to extort me that shit is unacceptable whatever we did whatever trash i did we did in private i have apologized to my wife and my family um and so i just wanted to give you all a heads up that some shit might be going down and uh (laughs) white people that give me money i'm sorry and i needed to keep coming yeah yeah so peace you can't see my face listeners but i'm going crazy right right here so there's another level of this that makes me angry Mm -hmm. right now it's like nah man this is enough (laughs) like (laughs) this is enough enough is enough enough. i got what i was supposed to get out of this now go away yeah yeah like That's the part that makes me angry because now this person wants to make money off of whatever. Now it's like, oh, she's getting out of line. Right. Like, how dare she? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When when you step out as a celebrity, that's always a possibility. That's always a possibility. And you shouldn't cheat that way. Yeah. If you want to cheat in a way where you're not exposed, Mm -hmm. get a prostitute. Right. Because they're not going to say shit. Mm -hmm. Most of the time. They're not. Mm -hmm. No, they're really not. Because they want you to keep coming. This is a business. Right, You're not right, going to be right. stupid. It's different. No, but there are a lot of people who come out eventually and they release books and shit like that. Prostitutes and stuff. Prostitutes? Sex workers. Yeah, come out who? with books. Didn't Heidi Fleiss release a book Heidi Fleiss did not. She didn't let go none of those names. None of that. She wrote a, life, a book about her life. Mm. She did not release not a client, not a nothing. Right. Did Superhead drop names? She was not a prostitute. She was a woman who had a lot of sex. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sex workers, they're workers. Mm-hmm. It's different. So yeah. if you want to maintain your client base, yeah, then it doesn't not, it doesn't benefit you at to, all to drop names and you're shit. not fucking motherfuckers just to fuck them. It's a mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. It's like, right? You know what I'm saying? So like, when she tried to flip it on you and make it a business mm-hmm. now it's like a problem like oh this there's a line here yeah. have some respect yeah. for yourself mm-hmm. i'm not gonna have you making money making money off of me, off of me. without my permission exactly yeah. mm-hmm. you know so it was a part of his she was attaining i guess in his mind maybe i don't know kevin hart but it was like as if she was attaining power mm-hmm. and it was like nah bitch we're not having this. Not, this, is, this is where it stops. This is where this I is draw where the stop. line. I've been cheating on my wife. <laughs> I've been cheating on wives for years. This is which it stops today. You're not, you're not gonna you're not gonna blackmail me. Right, right. You're not right. gonna do this to it's me. It's so interesting because right, right. right, it's interesting because I have been propositioned, and I don't know if this has happened to anyone else. We've all been propositioned. Right, right, right. <laughs> by athletes and shit to be like, okay, here, you know, sign if you sign this contract, then we could do I'll give you this amount of money. And it says that you have to be quiet and we can just do whatever and you can't say anything about it or whatever. Right. So they're willing to give money. And and I'm like, well, what is this contract for? Why can't you just date whoever you first of all know, number one, but also why can't you just date whoever you want to date and buy them a bag? Like what the, what is, what is this contract shit? And like, oh, well, it keeps the gold diggers away. Cause really, cause it's the, about the power. Right. Cause it's not, it's a, you, ha- you clearly have no problem dropping thousands of dollars for sex or for whatever type of girlfriend experience you're trying to have you have no problem dropping the money but you don't want to give the women the woman agency she's not allowed to make any decision she can't say this is what i need you have to say this is what i get exactly and it's about the agency and the power with Mm -hmm. that so like he was probably giving her the 
the person that Kevin Hart cheated with, I'm sure he was like doing money mm-hmm. monetary things, right? Like he he's short. Like right. he was doing things. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, he was doing things. Um but the minute she said, This is what I require right. is this, it was like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. No, you're not gonna be tricking on me. Right. You're not gonna go you're not gonna get over on me when you probably we're doing that any fucking way. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when it comes to when it when it comes to men and that exchange of money right. for um dating or sex or whatever, it's not even about keeping gold diggers away. Mm-hmm. It's about them and the power that yeah. they want to have between the, in the transaction. Mm-hmm. Because y'all give us money all the time. Mm-hmm. Like all the time. Yeah. And there's no reason why someone just like going back to that contract shit. There's no reason why somebody can't sign a non-disclosure agreement. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With minus minus a money obligation, but it's this feeling of if I pay you for this, then I have power and I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you sign a non-disclosure and you ask me for a bag and I buy you a bag, then I feel like I'm being used. Now it feels dirty. Yeah. I have to take the power away from you so that I can establish myself and feel some sense of security and whatever fucking toxic masculinity shit is supposed to be all of that felt here all of that stuff like it's wow yeah it's frustrating um especially yeah it's frustrating mm-hmm. especially when you're a get money bitch like right yeah so it's, it's annoying mm-hmm. but that's why i got so angry because like oh now when she had this requirement mm-hmm. of monetary stuff now it was like oh you're not going to be blackmailing me you can't be doing that (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna be blackmailing me hashtag you can't be doing that (laughs) Mm -hmm. like come on dude like you was giving up money anyway right right let's be for real Mm -hmm. now that she made it a contractual thing Mm -hmm. or like a demand right now it's like she's out of pocket because really he could have just paid her off with and and signed like they could have signed papers you know what i'm saying he could have like just settled privately with whoever was quote-unquote trying to extort him over some quote-unquote shit he shouldn't have been doing you know what i'm saying like i don't know i i I don't know either i don't know either Mm -hmm. because he probably was giving her money anyway there's no way no he was giving her money then i bet she said no but i need this right and then that's when it became a problem. Like, that's when crazy. it became an issue. Like, you ain't yeah. going to be asking me, right. you fucking hoe. <laughs> I'm going to give you what I'm going to give you. <laughs> like, right, you know, right. I'm sure that's what it came to. Mm-hmm. So, that, like, that makes that really fucking annoys me. If you having that contract or you having that um, feeling, because I feel like when it comes to sex work, I feel like the, the woman always has the, the power mm-hmm. or should um, right. have all of that power. But if you... If your ego can't deal with um, non-contractual things, mm-hmm. then maybe you should only cheat with sex workers. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. If you don't feel safe, right. that's in air quotes, then maybe you should only cheat and be a dirtbag mm-hmm. with sex workers because mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck about any of that, that shit. shit. Give me my fucking money. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, I guess, the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. Hmm. You want to get into our next segment? Yes. Let's get into <laughs> hashtag pay black women. What? We were just talking about paying women, paying them for the sex, paying for Yo, because you pay, pay them. Women, I know. Pay us for everything. Yeah. Every fucking thing. Pay us. Not blackmail. Pay us. Pay us for our labor. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> 
Yeah, so today in Pay Black Women, last week we uh, read a cringeworthy letter by a listener. Thank you again for sending that. Um, and in the letter, this white listener was talking about um, how they have used podcasts in color to find podcasts featuring and centering um, the voices of black women in yes. order to learn and things like that. Um, and it made us think that you should be paying, paying? black women. So um, Barry, who is the creator and founder of podcastincolor.com, has a whole ass website that uh, this listener and um, thousands of Love. other people people use yeah. to find podcasts on all types of shit hosted by people of color. So you can go to Barry's website, podcastandcolor.com. There is a donate tab, donation link. Give Click her, that shit yeah. and give her your fucking, give her money, your fucking yo. money. Give her your fucking money. If you ever found a podcast that you love and that you fucking like through her site or anything, if you use uh, hashtag podin, if you use hashtag um, pods and color to promote your own podcast or to find other podcasts then fucking give her your money okay. and if you don't know about it and you go to it today to see what she's got up there still give her her money give her your money then too yeah yeah just give it just give your fucking you don't money. need a reason you don't fuck, need a, a reason give to give it. your money to black women you really don't. you really don't yo if you give your money to black women we reinvest that shit we are more likely than other people to reinvest that shit into our communities yep. and it just fucking come back comes back to you it just fucking does yes so give your money to yes. Barry. i have one okay friend to the show money who also has a podcast hey. queer walk that mm -hmm. i enjoy and jay enjoy so at our Pod and Lab event, Money mm -hmm. was there, and she right. gave Jay and I some of her shea butter. Yes, that I she love makes. that shit. And I keep the one she gave me at my desk, so I, you know, you gotta have mm -hmm. lotion in different places. She gave places. you lavender, right? No, she gave me mint. Um, oh, so you have to keep butters in different places. As a black person, you, you gotta mm -hmm. attack that ash from all angles, yep. different places. You just gotta have it. So Get I the keep butters. the butters that she gave me at my desk at work. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to her to be my pay black woman. Um, I like her butters. Like the butters are essential. Yep. Get her butter. She has mm -hmm. lots of different ones. She has mint. I have that one. I love it. I kind of be wanting to eat it, but I shouldn't. It's so weird. It, it smells so edible. Things oh that's, that's I want to eat it. Okay. So she has mint. She has a vanilla blend. She has a cinnamon blend and she has a lavender blend. Mm. Um, she doesn't have a website, but she does have an Instagram and she, you know, slide on her DMs and she'll ship it to you. And mm -hmm. um, she has, a, I believe, a PayPal for that. Um, so her Instagram is Instagram.com slash Melanated Monday. We have the link in the notes. And, Mel um, Melanated Money. Why do I always say that? I don't know what is wrong with you? What is wrong there, with me? There is there is a hashtag Melanin Monday. No, but I don't that use that. Exist, I don't. Use, I don't yeah, use that. I, yeah. It has nothing to do with but me. Her, I don't know why I keep calling her Melanated Monday. Her IG Melanated Money. Yes, money. Melanated Money. Because it's money butter right, that she right, sells. Right. Also, if you live in Syracuse, money is a get money bitch. And in addition yeah. to being a badass therapist, uh, she does hair. She makes the fucking butters. That's what you do. This is what black women do. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. So give her your fucking money. Um, I like that. Yes. I have another fucking one. Okay. So as we know, I've been going to therapy yes. and my therapist wanted me to journal. Uh, I don't like writing things down because I feel like I the government it. is going to read what I write down on paper. I know they already know where I live. But I do feel I don't like I, I always feel like you shouldn't write anything down that you don't want anyone to read. Um, and so But she didn't say write everything down. Does she? 
no, I don't want to write any of this shit down. Oh, anything. No. She said to write a journal about your feelings. I don't want to fucking write that shit down. You should, though. Yeah, I'm doing it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, but. I don't want to do that shit. You do it any. This is the thing. You say yeah. you don't, but you do it anyway. You do it on social media. Right, sure. Tweets, right, like, right, right, right. I just, it. I do it. But even in that space, I'm not writing, like, I'm not being as, um, authentic or exactly as, that's why that's important yeah i know that's why i don't want it that's <laughs> yeah. why i don't want to do it it's like unfiltered your yeah. thoughts out i don't there. fucking like it but yes it is ha- it is having the necessary effect so she just she wanted me to keep a feelings journal because i deal with depression and she says that depression is often sparked by um like your feelings about things or whatever so Anyway, so I've been doing that shit, writing that shit down. It's horrible and terrible, but yes, I have found it helpful. Um, that being said, I did buy the most adorable little journals. Um, they're actually notebooks, um, like sp- little spiral notebooks, but with dope-ass art. Journals or notebooks? Right, but you know what? When I think of like journals, I think of like a hardcover bound kind of thing, but I guess they could be whatever. Yeah. All right, well, what the fuck ever. Well, you're, you're new to this. I'm new to write. I don't, I don't want to write. Journals are a collective of papers okay. <laughs> together. Well, then I fucking bought a journal then, all right? Uh, so I got mine from um, Geneva B. Art. She's on Instagram at G-D-B-E-E. Um, and I bought it. She, I think she has a website if you go to her Instagram, but I bought mine on, from her page on redbubble.com and they have all kinds of cool. I find a lot of like, um, when I do have money to buy blurred shit, I find a lot of stuff there. They have a lot of pages like with artists and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Or you could like, I've, sometimes I just Google something I'm fucking, I've, I've imagined and I'll be able to find, oh, someone else has thought about and like made this shit. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so check check her out um i got these adorable journals with um black women with cool colored hair and glasses and stars and like dope fucking shit i posted one of them on uh, twitter so if you're following me at janicia f then you'll see it there um but yeah you can like find a black woman that looks like yourself which i fucking like and i don't usually um do that because usually they have black women my complexion with straight hair you know what i mean like i can never find one that like looks like me on some level but mm-hmm. i bought this one she's got glasses because light-skinned women are only mixed <laughs> right light-skinned <laughs> women only come in uh white looking multiracial right yeah. right right um not not my brand of, of <laughs> nope. skin the multiracial ish with 4c hair but yeah. anyway but yeah but she had um uh, she has braids she has purple hair whatever so mm-hmm. it's super cute um, so I bought that one and I bought another one um, with a darker skinned girl and like afro and like it does the shit looks mad whimsical and I like seeing like black women looking whimsical and shit and mm-hmm. like fucking like they have a pet unicorn and shit you yeah. know what I'm saying so anyway I have a um, mermaid I love that that's fucking great I'm a mermaid that's fucking great so check out um, Geneva B Art again that's at G-D-B-E-E on Instagram and um, yeah yo Give her your fucking money, yo. Give her your money. Give her your money. Um, Let's go to break. Okay. Guess 
what the year 2017 is. What is 2017? It is about? a year that we give black women our money. What? Yes. Your money? Your yes. money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So, like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year, and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal, and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes, bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to teawithqueenandjay.com. Go to the no donation button. Press it and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash teawithqj. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. And we're black. <laughs> Why do you have to do the evil laugh? <laughs> because I feel like I'm getting away with it, yo. Older listeners will get it since you like to hate um, on my. I don't hate it at all. At all. That's why I'm like. Uh, but you did. The I, North remembers. I don't. The North fucking remembers. The South doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> they really don't care, and that's gonna be the death of them. The final season. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna die. You're not gonna make it, girl. <laughs> You in danger, You in danger, girl. girl. You in danger, You in danger, girl. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. Anyway, uh, back to news that's not news. (laughs) Um, So what is news that's not news? So news that's not news is a segment where we highlight news stories that aren't particularly found in mainstream media. That's what the um, song says. And and we also, maybe it is a story that's in mainstream media, but we give it a different perspective or angle that people aren't not looking. Usually we find the oppression. (laughs) Find the oppression. Find the oppression and we point it out. Um, yeah, so this week is a story that we meant to bring up last week. We fucking forgot because we had a lot of shit going on. We did. Um, but Spelman, is Spelman University or college? University. Is it? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so Spelman College, it is a college. Spelman College in Atlanta is a historically black university, black college, historically black college. Um, and it is an all-women school, and they have opened their enrollment to include trans women, yes. which is fucking a big deal because that has been a big debate amongst same-sex universities <laughs> and colleges. Um, so, yeah, so they have explicitly said and made a statement that they and included in their policy that they will include trans women. Yep. Um, that includes people who are in the process of transitioning if you were born um if you were assigned female at birth and you are now in the process of transitioning to identify as male you may still be enrolled Mm -hmm. if you um were assigned male at birth and you identify as a trans woman and live but they did say if you identify as trans woman and live as a woman and you know that is your identity then you will be enrolled all good and that's a big fucking deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal and it helps with safety. Mm-hmm. Um, Why does it help with safety? What do you mean? Um, I'm thinking of a lot of times 
And I'm trying to figure out why. I guess I guess because I'm a, a woman that mm-hmm. I'm always thinking of trans women in mm-hmm. spaces. Um, so I'm thinking of trans women right now, obviously because we're talking about trans women. Right. But if you're a trans woman and say you were um, identified as male as birth, and you go some, let's say that you are in a university for all males, or you are in a university where there are, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like it provides a sense of safety to right. know that you are in this space and this you can be here. Right, right. That they're right. saying there's a statement saying yes. you can be here. Explicitly says yes, you can be here. That you, yes, we acknowledge your. Um, we acknowledge you as a woman. Yes. And you are welcomed into this yes. woman-dominated yes. space. So now, because it, it gives you space to confidently advocate for yourself now. Mm-hmm. Because they're saying openly and out loud, you exist. You mm-hmm. can be here. Mm-hmm. I'm not like giving permission, but like, right. you know. But you not only not only do you exist, but we we know that you exist. We yeah, acknowledge, we that, acknowledge you exist, that you exist. Right. And, it's, and, it's, and you don't have to defend your existence here because we've already stated it. Exactly. We, we've already said exactly. it. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it will give you a, a sense of safety right, to right. be in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully. Right. Um, it's, it's a start. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Bennett College is another is the only other um historically black college that is um all women's. Also includes trans women. And so uh, it's good to know that both women's HBCUs are uh, including yes. all types of women in their enrollment. So yeah, that's fucking dope. That that's is lit. really good. I like that. If there's something that um uh, we're missing in talking about this, let us know. But in the meantime, Big ups to Spellman and Bennett College for that shit. And hopefully if there are any remaining, we know that um, over maybe the past three I years. Morehouse would make changes. Oh, that's interesting. Because Morehouse is like the brother college of Spellman. Right. We shall see. Yeah, we'll look into that. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, a lot of other all women's colleges around the country have um, stepped up and included trans women in their policies, but not all of them. You know, so yeah. hopefully everybody will fucking do that shit. Get it together, y'all. Get it together, people. Step your game up. Step up your game, son. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. For T-mail? Let's fucking do T-mail. T-mail is when you motherfuckers, you listeners, send us your thoughts and shit. You can write us about anything. You can ask us a question. You can tell us how you feel about some shit that we said. You can tell us why you love us. You can tell us why you don't love us so much. You ready for our first email letter? Yes, I am. Okay. So this letter is from Mao. Thank you so much for reaching out to us. And it says, hey, y'all, I'm a brand new listener in the gloomy Pacific Northwest. Haven't even listened to a whole episode, and I'm really looking forward to diving in. I just want to take a moment to shout out Jay. Girl, I heard you on Interhole Uprising episode Blurds. Lord, that was the most thorough call-in slash call-out I have encountered in many a year. I heard the love in your voice and later the finality which with which you said, I'm alone on this couch. That really hit home. Black women out here stay doing the work and I appreciate the work you showed up to do. Thank you. I'm feeling super jazzed to tune in and learn more about the tea y'all serving. Take care. Mal. And Mal's pronouns are he and him. Thank you, Mal. Thanks, Mal. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what Mal was talking about, I um, was a guest on the Blurreds episode of Inner Hole Uprising. So you can check that out. That was an interesting episode. And then we recapped that episode a bit on our 
own show on episode 119 yeah. if you haven't listened to that already you can check that out there um so yeah that was uh that was really interesting but thank you so much i appreciate that feedback as i talked about on last week's show i appreciated being there i had a great time it was also uncomfortable being faced with that type of misogyny misogynoir um so it does it it is uh comforting for to get words like yo i connected with what you said i fuck with that mm-hmm. so thank you so much so we have another email um, from Dominique. Hey, she girl. has written to the show a few times. She's the person who had the dog shitting on... Yes. Her dogs wasn't shitting. So right. dogs were shitting in people's lawns. And she was blamed because she she's blamed the black person she's a black in the person. Yes. With the dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and I still think your girlfriend's shady. But mm-hmm. um, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jay. Hi, Queen. So I started obsessing over a new podcast recently, My Favorite Murder, and ended up taking an unscheduled break from listening to your show. Sorry. You violated. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I actually heard about this podcast and someone suggested I listen to it. Oh, cool. But murder documentaries Mm -hmm. and podcast form. They're too intimate for you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, keeps me out. This is probably a little different, but Mm -hmm. still keeps me out. Okay. But I've, okay, back to the letter. I'm sorry, but I started up again this week. Anyway, a couple of things have happened in my life that I'd like to share with you. Hopefully, you'll be amused about them as I am. Or they may anger you. I don't know, but I found them to be funny. So, one of the people in my neighborhood whose house burned down within the last year so badly that they literally lost everything... Was these one of the people who accused you? I just want to know, because karma Probably. (laughs) Um... Literally lost everything. Was gathering materials for the people down in Houston being Houston being affected by Hurricane Harvey. She specifically said she was doing so because she knew what it felt like to have nothing and to need help. So my girlfriend and I brought a bunch of stuff and I took it over to her house by myself a couple of days ago. And she invited me inside. She had two dogs. And I, of course, immediately tried to pet and befriend when I was introduced to them. And then, of course, we got to talking about my dog since everyone knows me by then. But the funny slash amusing amusing part came when she asked me if it was my dad who also walked his two dogs around the neighborhood. Now I responded after a few seconds and somehow managed to effectively keep the super confused expression off of my face at her question after I quickly realized who she was talking about. I have a neighbor that that incidentally lives a few houses down from me on my block, who is a black man who age-wise could be my father. I'm actually just realizing this right now as I type this, but how awkward would it have been if I had no idea who she was talking about? But no, he's just one of the other eight black people that live in my neighborhood. She literally assumed we were related just because we're both black and own dogs. I don't know. But I corrected her and told and told them his name and a quick antidote about how one of my dogs and one of his don't get along very well. But I was really confused when she first asked the question because my parents live about an hour away. When I told my girlfriend about this, she, of course, was like, what the what? That's racist. Thanks for listening to slash reading my rant to Sanley Dominique. Um, thank you, Dominique, for sending that. What the fuck? Wait, I've, well... I didn't do that once, but I've almost kind of did it once. Okay. I was at this party. This is years ago. I was at this party. It was a house party, house music party. 
and we're dancing and it was these two east asian people standing next to each other oh god and one of them was dancing like going in you know how you're at house music parties like mm -hmm. it's like you're at church like it's like the spiritual right, thing right, happening right. to people but i wasn't doing this i just was looking at him and then i looked at her but when i looked at her it was like he, he wilding that that was my thought mm -hmm. but when i looked at her she was like oh i don't know him <laughs> and she walked away and i wanted to be like no that's not what i was right, doing right, i was right. trying to have a moment with you like Aww. he wilding yeah. but she was like oh no i don't know him mm -hmm. so um i don't know why i said that but i had like that right, space i right. wasn't being racist but i felt weird because she thought that yeah. i assumed they were together mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but these white people were being racist <laughs> they were definitely being racist and i think that if you found it humorous i think that's great for you i don't think this shit is funny nope i think this is this shit is wild racist and i think that Again, people deal with things in different ways. So if it's more comfortable for you to make a joke about it, then that's cool. But I don't think there would have been anything wrong with you. Like you said that um, you were trying to keep the look of confusion off of your face. And you said how awkward would it have been if you hadn't, if you didn't know who this guy was. Like you don't have to keep a look of confusion off your face when somebody says something racist. Yeah, and, and it was already awkward because she said something She racist. made it awkward. Yeah. You wouldn't have made it awkward. She had already made it fucking awkward. And then... You don't have to. I mean, yeah, maybe it would have been worse if you didn't know who the guy was, but worse for her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, worse, worse for her and her comfort. And you don't have to be concerned with right, white fragility when they're being ignorant and fucking racist or right. ever, you know? Ever. Um, but again, and I say all that to say, if your comfort zone is to play it off, then that's fine. If that's what makes you most comfortable in these situations. But... um, I don't think it's funny. I know you said we would either find it funny or mad. You can check me off for, for mad, I guess. I'm in the mad box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can check me off for mad. Um, but I don't know. I wonder if she could have said, I feel like, so here's, here's I guess, for white people, because you guys do, like, instinctual racist shit a lot. Um, so I guess what she could have said if she wondered, really, like, is that your dad? You're not my dad. Um, she could have said, do you know that guy? Do you know the guy who walks his dog? Da -da 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 -da. No, she couldn't have because we right. all know each we other and we're all responsible other. for each other and we yeah. all represent each other and we're yeah. all in cahoots with each other. Mm -hmm. So that that's not even a concept for her yeah. to say, do you know him? Because she already because knows we're in all, her head that you know We're him. all a collective. Yeah. We're just, we all belong to each other. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're a fucking school of fish. Yeah. And we're just like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what right. it is. So that concept of even her possibly not even knowing this other black person mm -hmm. is just like far removed from her brain yeah. because we're just, we're a school of fish yeah. and we just all come from the same shit mm -hmm. and swim around the world together mm -hmm. and shit or whatever to her. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what a bit, that would have been my thing. Right. Like, and like she said, there's only eight black people and I guess whatever, wherever they live, there's about eight black people there. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's only eight of them and you don't even know they're not related, yeah, it's because you're not even choosing to like realize they're not one mm -hmm. thing, you know. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just, he's making me mad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dominique, <laughs> you gotta move. You gotta move. <laughs> you in danger, girl. You in danger, girl. <laughs> you gotta move, yo. No, you don't have to. You move. don't have to. You move. seem to, honestly, you seem to be doing all right. 
I hope that you actually are, and I hope this is not. These are not calls for help. <laughs> like I hope that you actually are finding this shit amusing and stuff because I would have to move or fight one of these neighbors. You know, unless my rent was mad cheap, then I would. You know just, what I would do? What would you do? I have a cookout with all those black people. Yes. Let's <laughs> have a big ass cookout. Yes. With all of them, and just like, cause you know when we're together, they get nervous, right? <laughs> They'd find a way to evict them. <sighs> they would. Man. They would. Yeah. They would. Or something worse. All them. There and you at know, the same it's another time. thing. Y'all have to be related because it can't be eight of y'all in eight separate houses. You know how much property value Hello. is going down. Like in her mind, y'all have to be related. It's the black. Family. Y'all have to be in one house. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll be damned if eight of these motherfuckers are spread around this neighborhood. It makes it a black neighborhood. <laughs> it does. It's right. the ghetto now. Now it's the ghetto. She Shit. now lives in the hood. Mm-hmm. See what you did, Dominique. Wow. Well, thank you for your letter. We appreciate you. And uh, we hope that you and your dogs are doing well. I think you should let her dog, your dog sit in her yard. Oh. Just this one time. Okay, no, no, no. Don't do that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You ready for the pit now? Yes. Let's get it to the pit. I was waiting for the pit. The pit. Everybody strap in. We're about to open some fucking windows. The new Triple X has got to be more dangerous. This is the first time we like pre plan the pit. Is it? We don't really like pre plan it. We be we like don't plan anything. Yeah. But today we were like, yeah. Yeah. Let's do this it. nigga. Who you throwing in the pit? Who we throwing in the pit? We are throwing um OG film director John Singleton in the pit. And what? Tupac goes in the pit too. And Tupac retroactively goes in the goes pit. Goes in the pit. I don't care well. if you're dead or in Cuba or whatever the fuck you are. <laughs> you go in the pit too. All right. I'm down with it. Um, so, First off, fuck your bitch. Let me stop. I just uh, wanted to say that. Uh-huh. That's important. You cannot say that. No. And beef in Tupac. It's real. It's real. Um, yeah. So basically, I was catching up with Drink Champs. Um, I don't listen to that show. I, I listen to all those episodes for the most part, but I don't listen every week. Like it's something I'll yeah. catch up on or whatever. So I'm often listening to an older episode. <laughs> so I was catching up on the John Singleton interview from June. And I didn't think that I would find anything in it that was, you know, worth wild or amazing or like crazy because you forgot what there are black men in a room just talking amongst themselves right you're right (laughs) anything could fucking happen but i felt like if something had popped off i would have been heard about it so you know whatever so i figured okay this will be a good interview i'll listen see what happens i'm listening to the interview and they start to talk about poetic justice which is the film that janet jackson was in in the 90s with tupac um that made no sense but i still watch it a lot yeah, there are pieces of it well, that are... I don't get where are they going. Where were they going? Exactly. Oh, I think they were just going on a random road trip to see Pac's cousin. Whoever the character's oh, cousin yes. was. Oh, yes, and then he was She dead. needed to get away. But why did they have to take a mail truck? Because that was the only car I think that they had available. So he stole government property to take a road trip. Yes, who was the mailman? Was it Pac or was it the Tupac friend? was the mailman. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They both were. Yeah. I think the other one who always brushed his head all the mm-hmm. time was like Union mm-hmm. and Tupac was like not Right, 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 right. Something. Yeah, back in the day, a lot of those male people, they would do whatever the heck they wanted to do. I may or may not have an inside track into uh, the postal system. But yeah, yo, I can see that happening. So anyway, Poetic Justice. Um, 
So no one was going to look for the mail truck. Okay, sorry, I had to get that out. Nah, <laughs> nobody was looking for that truck you in the nineties. Nah. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. So anyway, you know what? I'll actually confirm with my people. Someone is that even possible? It's not, but okay. I don't know. I can, I'll t- I can tell y'all by next episode. Anyway, so John Singleton is being interviewed by Nori and DJ EFN on Drink Champs, yes. talking about poetic justice they talk about a bunch of stuff they get into poetic justice they talk about their relationship with tupac he talks about a lot of stuff they get into poetic justice and singleton says (laughs) (sighs) so do i give the backstory first to that or okay so back when poetic justice was filmed was being shot tupac came out and said it was rumored that janet jackson had asked tupac to take an hiv test since they were going to be doing a sex scene together yes um they'd be kissing and doing a sex scene together tupac was interviewed by mtv and this was all over everywhere about how dare she ask him to take Mm -hmm. an aids test and i mean if we're gonna have sex then i'll take a million aids tests but if we're just acting it's acting if we're just acting i don't need to take an aids test who does she think she is yeah it was a whole thing you know whatever and all of that type and stuff. it and it this is something that like went on record as something that happened first of all it it demonstrated ignorance about hiv and aids at the time mm-hmm. it uh made her seem like she didn't understand acting or that she thought that she was too good um and just a lot of perceptions about who she was as an actor it's a part of like the janet jackson lore yeah and then it was also for me um i didn't listen to after jay listened and then jay tweeted about it and i was like oh what the fuck so then i listened but i remembered also another rumor not even a rumor but after the movie shot tupac was like i thought we me and her built like this great friendship or whatever and then she then she changed the number Right, like they exchanged numbers and said to keep in touch, and then she changed she changed the number. number so it me. adds to a part of um, her being uppity, being uppity, kind of being not too being, good for not you. being friendly, not being approachable, all those things. And maybe that they she say. changed the number because you lied on her. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? But right. all of this, who knows? Right, but it was yeah, all of this, this like stuff going on. If that on. happened, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there was other stuff that Janet endured. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That made her was like, let me just change my Right. Number. So this is so this is like all this stuff about Janet with like men talking, mm-hmm. right? So, I'm listening to the interview and John Singleton says, they go back to that time of poetic justice and John Singleton says, "Oh yeah, you know, we were on the set and me and Pac were both attracted to her and we were both attracted to Janet and so we're joking on set and he's like, "Oh, um I'm going to get her first. And he's like, nah, I'm going to get her first. And then John Singleton, Singleton says to Tupac, oh, well, if you're going to kiss her, then you might as well take an AIDS test. You should take an AIDS test. Da, 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 da. So they laugh and they joke about this one-on-one together. And he's like, yeah, that was my nigga. Pac was my nigga. We were just like joking on the set. Da, 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 da. And then we decided that we was just going to put that shit out in the media as a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. So... DJ EFN and Nori are like, what? He, he's like, yeah, we just said we were just gonna do that shit. We we're just gonna put it out, and that's you know that's what happened or whatever. At no point he taught he he refers a lot to like you know me and Pac, me and Pac, me and Pac. At no point in this story does he say what Janet Jackson thought, what she felt about it, if she was in on that publicity stunt, 
if she was down with this lie. There is no acknowledgement of her feelings. She's not included yeah, in the decision. There's no agency of Janet Jackson right. She has no in voice. Conversation. Not in the conversation. Right. Not then when it happened, if this is the truth. Yeah. And not, not even, even now in this conversation, which you're talking about two legends. You're talking about Tupac, who is a legend in death, and you're talking about Janet, who is a legend here in life. She's still alive. She's dancing to Bodak Yellow right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, Kodak. What's the name Bodak of Bodak Yellow. Bodak yeah, Yellow yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. It's worth, it's worth mentioning her part in this conversation in this story and the way that he speaks about her as this it, it, again she didn't matter then and she doesn't, doesn't matter, matter now. now and it was it didn't matter to him to include her in the story and dj efn says even says to him while they're interviewing yo people were mad at janet for that yeah. and and singleton just goes on into he's relishing in this moment yeah yo we just did that shit we just put that shit out there and you know and the rest is history i want to add that because um jay tweeted about this so that's how i came up breath to that mm -hmm. and i kept seeing that episode and was like i'm gonna go to that and listen right. so when i finally listened i realized how short that part of the interview was it wasn't even like the meat of the right. thing no. it was just like in passing in pa just a like passing i lied comment. i lied on her like, like it was just this like, is not a huge it deal wasn't like because it's okay to do this type of shit to black yeah, women and it was okay for you to bypass what you did to this black woman mm -hmm. and continue this interview and go on right. and not even go deep into why i right. did that and another thing that stuck out for me for this interview was at one point when he's talking about his relationship with Tupac, he's like, you know, because me and Tupac, he says their birth years and they're like in the 70s or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're real like babies of the revolution. Mm -hmm. Like we're babies of the revolution. Like we're, we're doing this for different reasons. Mm -hmm. We're doing this for solidarity. Like we're doing this mm -hmm. for like these things. And it affirms what you and I say on this show often that black men think black just means black men. Mm -hmm. If you if there's solidarity for black people, you wouldn't have thrown Janet Right. To the to the you wouldn't have thrown to the wolves like that, mm -hmm. and then in passing, not even realize that that was not a moment of solidarity. Like over you twenty did that, years yeah, later, you don't even like get the fact that this black woman was presented in this way. That's not solidarity. Mm -hmm. Like you, you disrespected her. Right. You disrespected this person you're supposed to have solidarity with mm -hmm. for twenty years, and you still don't even realize that you did that because yes. you can in passing have this conversation and not. And it's just like regular barber mm -hmm. barbershop talk. Like, yo, yo, remember like that's Massage Noir, as we know. Noir. But it it's I'm a huge Anna Jackson fan. So it made me more angry because um, y'all know I don't fuck with Justin Timberlake, mm -hmm. but it's it's just like how much hash, how much other incidents like this has happened to Janet Jackson, right. and but because she's not a person who is vocal in spaces like that, mm -hmm. she just hasn't said anything. Like right. how much abuse um from men has mm -hmm. she mm -hmm. encountered she's a black woman at work yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah mm -hmm. as, a, as a black woman at work we are silenced we are mistreated we are challenged in ways that other people are not challenged we are abused and we just have to quote unquote overcome that shit yeah you know what i'm saying and so these are only these are these are two horrible things that happened to her that we know about that so like, we know about so many other things i'm sure have happened to her yeah. i'm sure people have tried beyonce people try our our leading black figures all the all time the we time. see how they fucking we see how people try serena all the time you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and so back then we didn't have social media and like the 24-hour news cycle in the way that we do now so we see a lot of the abuse the abuse that happens to our black woman um, public figures yeah. now, even still, I'm sure there are things that we don't see and we don't hear about. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it was it was just really disappointing to hear of what this black woman was dealing with at work because 
it would be different. Like we've all done and said horrible, problematic things in our past. It would be different if 20 years later, John Singleton was like, yeah, we did this at the time. Yeah, he still it doesn't was, feel right. like anything it, it wrong made, happened. It made her upset and it wasn't cool of us to do. We didn't think it would be a big deal. Yada, yada, yada. In some level, yeah, you know, I, or I apologize to Janet or I wanted to apologize, but I couldn't. No, it's still a fun, cool interesting exciting Tupac yes. story to him mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying with no inclusion of Janet's experience in that what she thought nothing he includes her in the story she does she's not she's just an accessory yeah and an she is and she's Janet Jackson mm-hmm. like right right she's Janet Jackson she's and Janet even Jackson. she is like an accessory to your fuckboy story right, right her celebrity didn't protect her her fame didn't protect her her wealth didn't protect her at the end of the day she was still a black woman who was disposable and worthy of abuse to these black men that's how I felt when when she got um her divorce and mm-hmm. everyone was like not everyone, but people started to drag her and was calling her a gold digger and she right. divorced him at the right time. And it's, it was that was the moment. But I, I always felt that black women aren't safe. But mm-hmm. it was like, this woman is a Jackson. Nobody is safe. She's a fucking Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like, people, like, she's a Jackson. And y'all are fucking calling her a gold digger. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. what the she fuck? She's a multimillionaire. She's been a multimillionaire. Yep. Like, the girl yep. been working since she was a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's a gold digger. This bitch always had, had a, has always had a job. Mm-hmm. Has always been employed. Yep. But she's the gold digger. Yep. After people's money. Like, mm-hmm. yo, like, if that's not a testament for how black women, like, we just all we got. Then yeah, we have no allies. None. We have no allies. And we're then, alone on the couch. Yeah, we're alone. We're, we're alone, alone on, on the, the couch. couch. We're and alone that's on the why couch. I, for me, um... Like behavior, like what happened to you on the show with that boy Lloyd, is just mm-hmm. not acceptable. On Interhall Um right. Yeah, but I'm talking about Lloyd. Right. But it's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like big, small, whatever. It is a huge deal for me mm-hmm. because I know how much we are alone. Right. And when right. we speak up for ourselves, we're like irrational, crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I like spaces, or I like the fact that you spoke up for yourself regardless of whatever. Mm-hmm. Because how many women are silent at work right. because they can't fucking voice mm-hmm. this shit and men just abuse them over and over yeah. again you know yeah. it's a slippery ass slope mm-hmm. um massage noir is killing us it's, it's killing literally us. killing us and that and, and that's, a motherfucker can lie on his dick and like ruin everything mm-hmm. that you've built your fucking self because mm-hmm. the motherfucker's ego and he want to lie on his dick like yeah, yeah. and it's those small things like when you mentioned lloyd it's those people think that oh this is just somebody who doesn't understand. People who don't understand and like are being like misogynoirist, they fucking turn into like people with important jobs yes. that affect people that uh, mess with black women's pockets, that mess with our livelihood. Bitches die, die. or get killed because yes. of these small ideas that if we don't check them, then that shit can grow. This is, we're listening to a John Singleton interview. This is a man who's gone unchecked. For years. years. And Who I was thinking. else has he fucking abused Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm thinking even if this is. Let's say he's lying. Mm-hmm. Right. Because people been. All of a sudden now everybody. Everyone has a Pac story and a Pac moment. Everybody was there. Yada, yada, yada. Right. So let's say that he's lying about this story. He still thought that it was okay to tell that fucking, fucking story. story. Right. Yes. Right. Without any inclusion or acknowledgement of 
Janet and her at part, expense, her feelings, or and at anything. The expense of right, her. right. He still thinks that oh, this is a funny guy story. Yeah. And guys, listen, you motherfuckers can have fun stories and pull hijinks and shit that are not at the expense of black women or women or black femmes. You can do that shit without throwing us under the bus. You can have fun without it. You can. You can have fun without that but shit. But you know what's required for that? Cleverness? Yes. <laughs> you be clever. Yeah. Gotta use your brain. Yeah. You know, you have to like not put on a wig. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. there's a lot of things required mm-hmm. for you to creatively um, do that shit. Yeah. And y'all are lazy and basic as fuck. Mm-hmm. So that's why you just resort to that line on your dick dumb shit. Yeah. Or your pussy was stank anyway, dumb shit. Mm-hmm. That y'all do. It's because mm-hmm. y'all have nothing else. Because y'all right. are basic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're in a pit. And they're in the pit, yo. So, uh, fuck you, John. Fuck, fuck you, Pac. Tupac. And then here's the other thing. People are saying, oh, no, not Tupac, not Tupac, not Tupac. As if, let's pretend this didn't happen at all, right? Let's pretend that John is lying and, you know, Tupac was honest about whatever happened with the AIDS test. Tupac still threw Faith under the bus in order to spite Biggie. Like, he still yeah. has a history of doing things yes. that were anti-black and look, women. I'm into science. He's a Gemini. They do shit like this. Like, this is what they do. They do. He's a Gemini. They do. Like... Kanye would do it. Kanye does it. Mm-hmm. They got they don't got the same birthday. I'm just saying. <laughs> Gemini's be like this. Right. But Gemini but, men. Yeah. People have people have have um deified Tupac, you know, because he of made dear that mama. song. He called his mama a black right, queen. Even though mama she was and, doing dope. Right. Oh, she was a dope Yes, queen. yes. And what was that other one? Brenda had Brenda had, had a baby. baby. Yada yada yada. But this is the same one who did um every other city yacht go. Mm-hmm. I see the same hoes. Right. Like, right, right, <laughs> he right. is not a person who is exempt from misogynoir. Yeah. It's like on record that that yeah. exists. Yeah. And you know, it is great that, you know, there are moments when you acknowledge me as a black woman and mm-hmm. uh, you understand my power, but that does not mean that you're an exempt, you are exempt from misogynoir right. and my oppression. That mm-hmm. does not mean that mm-hmm. at all. This is right. a person who, um, was in prison for rape, and I don't know, like, I don't want to go into that, but who has gone on record saying that he didn't commit the rape, but I could have stopped what happened. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, like, these, yeah. are, these, are, these are serious shit. Yeah. Like, this, this is not, like, just little statements. Mm-hmm. This shit is fucking killing us. This mm-hmm. is some real shit. That's right. why when little statements happen, for me, I got to nip that shit in the bud because it's literally at my expense and I can die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, Yep, 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 yep. And that also goes into accepting people's like nuance and duality and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like for people who dear mama is important for, yeah. you don't you don't have to lose that importance just because we also acknowledge that there was a lot of misogynoir that Tupac played a, a role in and had yeah. a hand in. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you can like people are he well, how old was he when he died? Like twenty six? Mm-hmm. Right. So who knows who he would have been how he would have evolved. Who knows? He didn't have that opportunity. Um, but you can acknowledge both. You don't have to, like, and he deify a mother. And them in the pit. And, yeah, and, and he's in the care. pit. Dead, dead or alive, you go in the pit. That's right. Or if you're in Cuba. I don't know where he at. Wouldn't that be something? I don't know. A lot of people go to Cuba now. So where's the other place he could hide at? You know right? what I mean? Like, where's the other place he could hide? Right. Somebody Cause, found Because we were, people all up and through. That was like the vacation of the year. You know, mm-hmm. every year. Last year was Dubai. This year is Cuba. Yeah. Like, y'all all up in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Like, where else he going to go? Antarctica? That's a good question. That's a good question. Tupac in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he's dead. He is dead. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
they pick you up because that was a place we couldn't visit like right, that. Right, right. Like, oh yeah, North Korea. She can't say North Korea. That's like, funny. come on. All right. Well, I think we did a fucking. I know show. where he is though. In the pit. Yes. In the pit. That's right. Um. Oh, did we say what the pit was? Does it matter at this point? Nope. Okay. <laughs> it's where we put undesirables. Yes. But anyway, um, I think we did a fucking show. We did. Yes, we did a fucking show. As always, you can leave us reviews if you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoy what we do here. Um, you can, aside from like telling all your friends about that shit and posting about us and fucking tagging us and shit or whatever, you can leave us a review on nice. iTunes. You can, or Apple Podcasts or the Purple, the purple app. app. The Purple We've decided app. decided the Purple app yes. and you keep saying all those other I things. I think I'm still going to say it because people don't get it. They do. You all don't right. get it. That's why you have to well, say all you're right. My, you're right. I have to pr- <laughs> process it every time. <laughs> anyway, you can go to the Purple app, search T with Queen and J. Um, and once you find our podcast, you can hit the review tab and leave us a fucking review, yo. We yeah. love and appreciate that yes, shit. And we got some reviews. Oh, we got reviews. All right, reviews. So our first review is from Tawny Marie, mm-hmm. and Tawny Marie says the show is literally either you absolutely love it or you hate it. I happen to love it. It gives you insight on the real and sometimes, quote, sugar-coated truths. I love both Queen and Jay. Thank you, Tawny Marie. Thank you, Tawny. And thanks for loving it. Yes. We love when you love it. We love when you love it. You don't mind when you hate it. It happens. It does. But we love when you love it. Thank you so much, yo. We got another one. (laughs) (laughs) And this one says, she's not a lady. Thank you so fucking much, yo. I'm not a fucking lady. I really I appreciate you <laughs> a lot. And this is from Edie. And it says, yes, ho. I love it. <laughs> best I, review. I like her. Best review I like ever. That's yeah. straight to the point. Yes. Okay, so our last review on iTunes. What's five stars, too? All of those is five stars. Five stars. Because we five star checks. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Queen and Jay. I love listening to Queen and Jay and always look forward to a new episode. I appreciate how honest and unapologetic this podcast is. I don't always get to have these conversations on a daily basis, so I appreciate that Queen and Jay hold this space to address the daily injustices that often get glossed over by media or those around us. My perspective has grown since I started listening, and each week I know I'm in for a great discussion. Thank you. Thank you for that. And that is Electric Chica 88. Thank you, Electric Chica yeah, 88. Thanks so much for that. That was dope. We fucking appreciate that. So, what? We're at the end of the show. Yes, we is. And I like to tell y'all to what? follow us on our social media. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> at T with, Q- with QJ. That is our Twitter and mm-hmm. our Instagram. Follow us there. Yep. We also have a Facebook and we have a Tumblr, and that is T with Queen and J. You mm-hmm. search that and you either find or like us on whichever platform, however one of those go. Yep. We have a website, mm-hmm. T with Queen and com. Go over there, visit us, check us out. You can listen to episodes on the website. You can donate money there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send us T mail from there. Yep. Also, you know, it's a lot going that's on. Right. There. You if you wanna, there. That's right. If you want to shoot us an email, a T mail directly, you can T mail us at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. And we will read that shit and maybe respond. If we like it. Yeah. If you wanna <laughs> right, if you wanna send us hair, if you want if you got a question, if you wanna invite us somewhere, send us a send fucking us a, email. Yeah, send us a email. We're down with that shit. Um hashtag playback pay black women. Join my black. That's right. Uh Black Panther so lit. 
Black Lives Matter. Stop killing trans women. Say her name. Disability too white. Film this. Spoonie chat. I don't know. What else? Anything? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't hit you. I don't know. My advice to the people is to brush your teeth. Brush your fucking teeth. Wake up. Those were hashtags, but maybe you can hashtag that too. No, sometimes we used to just throw shit out there. Okay. Brush your teeth. Mm -hmm. This man talked to me today. No. And um, no. Not even brush your teeth. Get your teeth cleaned. Well, that's that's true. You can you can do that. That's a luxury though. But no, they be offering free cleanings. Oh, that's great. You never seen that? Where? Like on a truck? No, like, yeah, on a truck, I've seen, like, where people in like, dentist offices are trying to get customers, they offer a free cleaning mm-hmm. to try to, like, get you to do their service. You can oh, cool. get a free cleaning. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. I like that. If anybody knows black women doing free cleanings or whatever, or, like, I have an awesome black dentist. You guys want to find out about my dentist, hit mm-hmm. me up. I'll give you the info, yo. Okay. Um, all right, yo, brush your fucking teeth, yo. Word. Get a fucking cleaning. Shit, man. Bye. Don't smell like shit, man. Whoa. Bye. So this is a, a true story. Shout out to T with Q and J. So bust it out. I want y'all to pay attention. So like, my stu- one of my students was presenting an assignment. I was in the back, right? Classroom management, right? One of my students had their laptop open. And what do I see? Her screensaver was the T with Q and J um, thing. I was like, oh my God, in my mind, I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, oh my God, you listen to T with Q and J? And I'm just like going on in the middle of my student's presentation, right? I'm like, oh, those are my people. So of course she was like, you don't know them. And I'm like, yes, I do. Oh my God, how can I prove to her that I knew them, right? And then she goes, I- I'm just messing with you, Mr. R. I don't listen to the podcast, but I use it as my screensaver. And I felt this little, but yeah, I- in the middle of my student's presentation, I'm over here talking and breaking all the rules. But it's a good story though, right?